Welcome everyone to my podcast. My name is Pastor Edwin. What's up? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I'm glad that you guys tuned in. I have something special, something I, I picked up out of the old basket. <laughs> it was locked away in a closet somewhere and I couldn't get to it for a while, for a minute. The devil's a liar. You see how uh, so many messages that we try to bring out to our brothers and sisters they put out there and the enemy's always trying to intervene and stop it from coming out, you know, and some of them are right at the point, even to the fact that sometimes when you look back at something that you wrote, you look back at something that you uh, uh, captured on a video or a voice recording and you listen to it, it can even uh, uplift yourself because it's not you talking, it's God speaking through you. And I believe that in this message here that I, 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 well, I put out there in 2020, the Lord was speaking to my heart heavily about the things that I am facing today, what I'm going through right now. And anybody, anyone in the world can tell me otherwise, but I believe in the Almighty God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. I believe in the way He leads us and speaks to us because things are, are not coincidental that happen. We believe in God, we believe in how he leads us and guides us into things, then nothing, nothing is coincidental. See, because especially when it's in detail or specifically spoken back to you the way you spoke it to God during a time of prayer all alone, you know, and no one else heard you but God. And here you have messages coming to you with the specific order in the order that you gave it to God it came right back to you so I want to say to all you brothers and sisters out there that have done this felt this all you uh, brothers and sisters that are trying to come into the fold that are that are walking in come forward listen to these messages look right now I got a special treat here um, I was on I posted one on Facebook I normally don't put videos on Facebook like this of myself uh, I'll do them in groups because we're you know we're studying we're doing like a Bible study thing. But, you know, something told me to do this one here. And uh, maybe another one or two will come out there. Who knows? God knows, right? Just God. So I told you guys on Facebook that you will look for the title on this podcast called Get Violent. This is it right here. So I decided instead of um, doing a clip of what was left over, I'm just going to give you the whole thing. I know I think there's an interruption of a phone uh, uh, ringing somewhere along there, but those are little things that I take and say, man, God is right on point all the time, always showing that he is there with you. So check this out, brothers and sisters. I'm not going to hold you up anymore. It's about 25 minutes long. God bless you. I'll catch you when it's over. We'll talk some more. Good morning. God bless you guys. I was uh, out here at home cutting my grass and, uh, uh I was listening to a song, uh, and it talked about, um, just sitting there and doing nothing, you know. It was a Christian rap song, actually. They talked about how uh, for a long time in his life he sat there as a Christian, but he sat there doing nothing. And he, he watched how the enemy came and, and took things away from him. You know, and it reminded me how it, that song connected to my daily that said, the title of it was Don't Play Dead, you know. That from the days of John, it said the days from John, the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffereth violence. And the violent take it by force. You see? And that was Matthews eleven twelve. So you can note that now and check that out yourself. Uh, I mean, the Amplified Bible says, A share in the heavenly kingdom is sought with most ardent zeal and intense exertion. 
I went to get violent today. You hear? I went to get violent today. Yes, violent, determined, and zealous. I want you to get so committed. Jesus says, says I am the way, the way, truth, truth, and the life. life. No one comes to the Father except for me. Attempts that, that the enemy will have to take it away from you ever again. Okay? I want you to get so committed to the things of God that you'll withstand any attempt. Did you hear me? Any attempt from it taken, being taken away from you. We have to get violent. I know it sounds crazy to a lot of people. How do you get violent? You're supposed to be a Christian. You're not supposed to get violent. Well, listen. God ain't. God has never played the fool. Uh, we people, we've always played the fool and, and been so nice to people. Oh, it's all right. It's okay. Don't worry about it. God never played the fool. Okay? He never played the fool. He showed us how to be strong. How to become violent. But without hurting nobody. Well, check this out, right? Too many believers these days are like the Israelites. They're wandering around in a wilderness of defeat because there's an enemy in the promised land. They're being robbed of their rightful inheritance because they're afraid to fight him. They keep hoping that somehow they'll find a way without using force. But they won't. You have to make demands. You have to make demands where Satan and his associates are concerned. I talk about it at the job site all the time. If you work for somebody that's wicked, that's going to trickle down on you. You see? It's not just on you, but around you. And the things that you need to have to, to talk to people about God are taken from you. You're being robbed of that right. Where some government jobs, they tell you, you can't talk about God. You know? I remember a program we went into, we couldn't talk to the people about God. How is that possible? I believe we, be, we, we allow people to rob us from that right. You know? We think that we stand there and just take it and not force ourselves on nobody. I mean, we're not saying beat somebody over the head. But when you feel the urge to talk about God, talk about God. Don't be afraid. Jesus said, if you deny me, he's going to deny you, man. You know? Don't be afraid. Thinking you're going to just stand around not using force and it'll come to you? No. It's not going to work. It's not going to happen. When God sent the Israelites into Canaan, He said, send the armed men to go before you. See, send the armed men to go before you. In other words, send the warriors to go before you. Are you a warrior? Are you a warrior? They were... To go up armed, ready to the fight. For the fight. They were supposed to go ready for the fight. Prepared. He knew they'd have to go fight to take the land. He didn't say to receive. To take the land. He never promised that they wouldn't. You see? What he did promise. Okay, now listen. What he did promise. He promised them they'd win every time. Now, how's that? I've been talking about it. You put God in the middle of everything you're going to do, every time, at every moment, and you'll see God move. I'm telling you, you will see God move in ways you've never seen Him move. But if you're just going to sit there and do nothing, then nothing's all you're going to get. Nothing is all you're going to see. For a long time, I sat there in a the pew thinking, and I was praying and praising. I just sitting there because I, I sing hallelujah, I praise the Lord, you know. But still... I sat back and said, you know, there's got to be more. I know, God, you want me to do more. And I waited and waited for him to tell me, okay? Now, 
He's telling me in these days that I got to get up and take it. That he wants me to have more. He wants you to have more. He doesn't want you to just continue working your 9 to 5, your 8 to 4 and go home and sleep. Wake up, do it again tomorrow morning. No. He wants you to talk to him every day. He wants you to talk to people about him every day of your life. This is the time, people. You know, we need to connect with those that love Christ. Walk with those that love Christ. Come out from them, he said. Come out from that darkness. I have something for you. Listen, the same is true for you. You can't just lie down and play dead when you're dealing with the devil. Okay? He's not going to let you go. He's not going to let go of any area in your life. He's not going to let go of your finances. He's not going to let go of your health. He's not going to let go of anything that he has his hands on. You have to fight. Okay? He's, gonna, he, he's not going to give up unless you force him to give up. Force him. How do we force him? We put God in the middle. We put God in the middle of everything that we're going to do. And this is what God put in my heart today. Because I have people talk to me all week long. And I watch this. And I see this every day. And I put God. I put God in the middle. I talk to him about God. And people ask me, man, you, you talk about God all the time. I say, yeah. You got to talk about God all the time. You know why? Because he's my source. He's my power. He's my love. He's my God. He's my creator. There's no time for me to stand back and watch people sing Kumbaya Hallelujah and do nothing about it. Let's do something about it. You know, let's do something about it. We got to stand up, he says. We got to take what he's giving us. God gives it to you, okay? He puts it out there in the field. And he says, there's your blessing. Go get it. You know, not everything comes to our laps. You see, we have to go get it. And the thing is that, all right, in the spiritual, spiritually speaking now, the enemy sees that and he goes and surrounds it. Now, what do you do? You just stand back and say, oh, I ain't going over there. That's too much. It's too much work. No, you fight. And you go get what God gave you. You fight and you pick it up. You take it with you. You put it in your pocket and save it? No. You pick it up and you take it. You show everybody, everybody what God has given you, what God has done for you. You give Him the glory. You don't do anything for yourself. You don't do it even for your church congregation. You don't do it for people because of a building and this and that. Or because the rules say you're supposed to do it. No, you do it to glorify God. And if nobody likes it... <laughs> Well, you got to remove yourself again. Fight. You're standing up. You're saying, no, I'm not going to lay down here and take this. You're not going to take control of my finances. You're not going to keep me in fear. You're not going to keep me here with anxiety in my life because I know my God. I know my God created me to have an abundance, to live happy, to have all the things that I have to bring others to him. How can you bring somebody to, to, to God if you're sickly, if you have anxiety in your life? You can't do that, right? That's the enemy's tactic telling you, oh, you're sick. You can't do this. But you know what I say that God told me to tell you is to get up and stop messing around because he's playing with your health. He's playing with your finances. And he's not going to give it back to you unless you fight. You can look at mom. You can look at dad. You can look at your uncles, your family, whoever you want to look at. You can look at your pastors. You can look at your brothers and sisters from, of Christ. It's not going to happen until you surrender your whole heart to God. Until you surrender all of you to God. You see? That's all He wants. There's nothing else that's going to help you. There's nothing else that's going to take that anxiety, that fear, the, 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 the blindness out of your life. Nothing is going to take that away but God. Only He can do such a thing. Be faithful to Him. Be faithful to Him in this. Look what He says here. It says, quit sitting there in the wilderness. Okay? This is what I'm telling you. 
Quit sitting there while the devil steals the blessings of God out from under you. You have God's permission. You have his permission and his power and his ability to take the land. Okay? Get violent enough to do something about it today. Do something about it today. Look what it says here in Deuteronomy. Uh, Deuteronomy 31. Okay? It says here in Deuteronomy 31. I'm going to find it for you real quick here. Okay? can't allow ourselves to continue doing this. And when we talk to people, people want to try and take us away from it. The minute you mention God in a group, oh, they change the subject because they're, they don't want to hear it. They're afraid that you're going to reveal something, that God is going to reveal something to you, that, that, that you're going to have to say something they don't want you to say. And sometimes, oh, oh be careful with this one. You know, be careful with jealousy because people get jealous. People get jealous when, you're, when, you, when they see that God has... Uh, anointed you, that God has blessed you with something, that God, uh, you, God's blessing is upon you. People get jealous. They want that too. Okay? But they, they do so much work that their faith is failing. They do so much work to make sure the clock is right, the numbers are right, the money is right, the people are here, that they forget that their faith is <laughs> it should be leading them, that God is leading you know what? I'm going to go blind faith. What happened to blind faith? What happened to I believe in God so much I know that He's going to be there because I'm not doing nothing wrong. All I want to do is to glorify God. Remember that. Don't do something wrong and think that God's going to, you're going to give God the glory or that He's going to bless you when you're doing something wrong. He's not. If you're doing the right things, if you're following what He asks you to do, Jesus Christ said, if you do the things that I command you to do, I will manifest myself to you. I've talked about this before. And I'm trying to tell you, this is something you have to grab with both your hands, wrap your legs around them too like a pole, and don't let go. Your faith is what's going to determine what God is going to give you. His grace is sufficient, but if you want to receive God's grace, stand up, fight. It's standing right there. It's over there. When somebody invites you to go some, do something, people that love God, and they want you to come to them, and they want you to be with them, it's for a purpose. It's not because they want something from you. They want to give something to you all the time, every time, you see? But you have to also remember that the devil wants to give you something too. He's always giving us something. He's always giving us a trial. He's always giving us something to worry about, something to get panicking about, to start thinking, oh, this ain't going to happen. I'm never going to get healed. But you know what? That's a devil's lie. Because you're God, your creator, our creator. He created us in his image and his likeness. Okay? So if you're telling me that if you're sick or whatever, that God created you that way? No. Something happened along the way, but you can, you can fix it. It's just to bring you to a place that you need to be with Him. It's to bring you to a place where you need to be with Him. That when He heals you, when He places His hand upon you and you get healed, you will glorify Him. And He knows that you will. You see? But until that time that you put it in your mind and you put it inside your heart, it's not going to happen. Okay? I'm talking out of, out of uh, 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 experience of what's happened to me in my life. You know, yeah, I've walked around before in the past, before Christ, and did all these crazy things. And always, I knew there was a God, but did I seek Him? No. Did I put my heart on the line and say, No, I didn't. Okay, till I was touched and moved, and I surrendered all of me to Him. That people around me, even my own flesh and blood, didn't want to be around me because of it. You understand that? That hurt. But
But it's okay because I trusted in God. I believe that He was going to lead me to the place that I needed to be. Ah, you can't worry about those things. You got to go get the blessing that God has for you. And no matter what anybody says to you around you, people all around you are not going to like you. God said, Jesus said, that the world does not love you because it doesn't love Him. You understand that? Do you understand what that is? That the world does not love Jesus. The world does not love your God. But here we are, invoked in the things of the world, allowing it to come in and taint us. You know? I read this thing from Tony Evans, man. He talked about uh, poisoning the pot. We allow the pot to get poisoned. We don't want to put poison in our pot. Would you eat that stew if you put poison in it? No, you wouldn't. But you allow other people to come into your life and poison it, okay? Poison your walk with Christ. Poison your mind with the thought that it's okay to add a little bit of world to it. No, it's not okay to add a little bit of world to it. Okay, so what? Everybody else is doing it. This is what they say. This is the excuse. Everybody is doing it. Calm down. Ain't nobody going to get hurt. Oh, you know what? You're talking physically. Nobody's going to get hurt physically. Uh, let's mention Halloween real quick. People say, oh, well, yeah, hey, nobody's, no kids are dressing like, you know, violent zombies and all that stuff. No, you missed a point. It's not about the dressing up. Okay, it's not about the dressing up. It's what God says. It's what God wants from you and what he wants from me. When we kneel down and say to him, my Lord, you are my God. I serve you. I follow you. I do the things that you want me to do. Not what I want to do and what the world thinks I should do. It's what your God wants you to do. It doesn't matter what anybody around you says. You get in that Bible and you read those things. He said, take it by force. Get violent today. Get violent today. Deuteronomy 31, verse 1. Then Moses went out and spoke these words to all of Israel. I am now 120 years old and am no longer able to lead you. The Lord, he said to me, you shall not cross the Jordan. The Lord your God himself will cross over ahead of you. Do you hear that? That God will cross over ahead of you. He's always going to be ahead of you. He's always going to be there in front of you. But you have to trust him. Okay? When you take that leap of faith and you say, Alright, this job is no longer for me. And you're praying to God, God, I need to find a way out. It doesn't mean automatically go out and quit. If it's no good for you, you look for something that's good for you. And if you have to step away from it and trust in Him because you're doing it, because you want to glorify Him, you want to follow Him, then do it. Get out of there. Get out of the pits of hell, you know, and seek something that, that's going to uplift you and, and that God wants you to have. Because I tell you what, once you start taking that walk, you're going to see how He's going to move in your life and He's going to put something in your lap. I know, I came here to North Carolina with nothing. I didn't know I was going to stay here. I came here to visit, see, but the story's all, all turned around and crooked. You won't know the truth till you, till you hear from the horse's mouth, right? When you hear from God. Okay, now, when I came here, I had nothing. I didn't plan to stay here, like I said. I came here to visit because I was in a tough situation. Did my blood come and say to me, hey, man, go through here? No. And I understand I ain't blaming nobody. What I'm saying is that they saw a pattern, they saw a pattern, okay, that familiarized them with my past. So they couldn't leave the past alone and thinking, oh, this can't be real. You know, look at their lives. There's got to be some kind of something in there that's taking them back and there was nothing. Okay, there's things that do bring us back. We're not perfect. We do, uh, 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 we do go through our own trials and tribulations. What I'm saying is that we stayed 
true. Our zeal was strong. We wanted to serve God and glorify Him, okay? And we kept looking like a pattern from the past. And people will use that against you. I'm trying to tell you right now. They'll use the pattern of the past. And you know what it is? It's the devil keeping you down. Not letting you go. But if you have God, you won't listen to that. Like we, my wife and I, we didn't listen to that. Okay, no matter what happened. Yeah, we were at a Christian campground. And people say, how, how much better can that be? You had a free place to stay. All you had to do was work there. What happened? Why you lose the job? It has nothing to do with what I did wrong. Now what has to do is that the enemy tries to take something that belongs to you, that God has given to you. You see what I'm saying? So it's not exactly physical. It could be a spiritual thing. You know, when you start speaking about God and the Holy Spirit to certain people that don't follow the Holy Spirit, they don't want to hear it. They don't want that around them. You see, because you might reveal something. God might reveal something to you that, that they don't want nobody to know. They're dirt. You know, because they haven't repented and come clean from it. But I want to tell you right now that, you know, coming here, coming here, I was in a place, I was in a hotel room. And people tell me, oh, I didn't know you were in a hotel. Oh, you didn't? I could have sworn I told people. I could have told people what was going on, what's happening to us, you know. I didn't expect nobody to pull money out their pocket. I just, all I wanted was people to know it and pray. All right? And they prayed good. Hallelujah. Thank you. And I believe they prayed. You know why I believe they prayed? Because God moved. Okay? Prayer is real. God moved of it. Okay, and some man called me a brother of mine that, I, you know, out of the kindness of our heart, we did something for him. And I'm not going to talk about it, you know, but he was grateful. He said, man, God had moved you to speak to my wife and I into my family. And I feel that I need to repay you. I don't know how, but I, 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 I feel like I need to repay you. So when he calls me back, he tells me, hey, man, you know what, man? Why don't you come over here? I talk with the wife. Why don't you come over here and take a vacation? You know, stop spending money because nobody knew we had money. It wasn't that we were down and out. I spent $2,800 in the hotel room and still had money to keep going. But was that the case for this man? He said, no. He said, you know what? Look, man, come over here and listen. Take a vacation and listen to what God wants to tell you. Now, how come this man come and told me this? You know, because he was a faithful man. He's a faithful man, too. He follows the word. So I, you know, being who I am, said, all right, well, I'm going to go and do this. I'm going to believe in you, my God. I know that you're telling this man to go over there for some reason. I don't know what it is, and it's far. You know, it's far. It's out of my comfort zone, for real, out of my comfort zone. So when I say that doors were closed over there in New Jersey, they were closed. I had nowhere to go. You know what I mean? I got two kids, a wife, and my brother. I couldn't abandon my brother now, you know, because when I was okay, I opened my door to him and said, Come on. You're having a hard time, brother? Come on. And people can't understand why you keep doing I keep No, you know why? Because... That's how God wants us all to be, to look out for each other, see? But we allow the devil to blind us. We allow him to come to our lives and take that from us. Today, we got to be violent. Today, we got to take that back and say, no, 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 no. God gave this to me, all right, for a purpose. It's not just for me to keep it in my pocket. It's for a purpose so I can do the things that he wants me to do according to his will, not mine, not my pastors, not this, the sister over there, a brother over there, or my uncle, my mom and dad, but God's will, what he wants us to do, okay? Now, so we end up over here. What happened? I'm testifying to you right now. I don't know why it's coming, but I, I, you got to hear this, okay? And we ended up over here, and in three days... His wife went out and found a place. And I'm like, but I ain't got a job here. How is this going to happen? 
you know, come on, you know, we can't, we can't. At first, I would have to look for a job to be secure. And this is my thinking. All of a sudden, now the flesh wanted to start taking control. That I got to grab the wheel and say, well, I need to get a job first. You know what I mean? To be able to do this and be able to do that. No. God, the whole time is telling you and telling me, telling everybody, trust in me. I am going before you. I am going ahead of you. And I'm going to set it. So that when you arrive, these things will take place and you will come to the place that I have promised you. The place that I have set for you. You know, and a lot of times we call that is season. Each one of our seasons. You now we have seasons. So this is what happened. We ended up there here. Okay, boom. Next thing you know, I met the lady at this house where we're living at right now. Praise God. Hallelujah. You know, and I explained to her, I'm sorry, I don't have a job. I can give you money for this and for a security deposit and, and the first couple of months or whatever. But, you know, it's going to give me this amount of time to look for work. And she said to me, let me talk to my husband real quick and we'll do this, you know. So, all right, fine. They did this. Something happened. God couldn't make it story long story short. He confirmed to them that they should help us. And she testified to me of what God showed her and her husband. And they said, I'm going to open the door to you because God wants me to. Do you hear this? Because God wants me to. So if God wants you to do something, if somebody spiritual, somebody in your life that loves Jesus, and you see them through the testimony of the way they live, you know, and they're telling you, I want you to go do this. I want you to come to me. I want you to, for a reason. Be around those kind of people. Okay? Because... They're the ones that God is already setting forward in front of you that you need to go do. Listen to this. Verse 3, the Lord your God himself will cross over ahead of you. Okay? He will destroy these nations before you. And you will take possession of their land. Joshua will cross over. You see, he didn't, you didn't go alone. He put somebody ahead. You know, like he put this, this brother of mine ahead here before me. Okay? He said, Joshua... Will be sent ahead of you. And the Lord will do them what they did to Sihon and Og, the kings of the Amorites, whom he destroyed along with their land. The Lord will deliver them to you, and you must do to them all that I have commanded you. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified because of them. Okay? People will get scared because, especially when you're young, you know, you're thinking, that's an adult. You know, I can't talk to them like that. How can I, how can I just come against them? You can. You can. I'm not saying in a violent and a bad way or evil way. I'm talking to glorify God. If you see something's wrong against God, then you stand up and you say it. I don't like it. My heart doesn't like it. My body doesn't like it. The spirit inside of me is saying, don't do it. Get away from there. Run. You see what I'm saying? It's okay to do that. It's all right to say no. You know, and sometimes when, even when we get into ministries, we forget that. You know, we forget that it's okay to say no. You know, because the only one you shouldn't say no to is your God, your Heavenly Father. That's the only one you should never, ever, ever say no to. But when you say no to man and their crazy ideas to bring worldly desires, worldly things to poison your pot, it's all right to say no. Because I guarantee you, anybody that goes to a restaurant and they bring up, they bring some spoiled food to you, you're going to say, no, I'm not eating that. Huh? But it's okay for us to turn around and say no to God when we allow somebody to come over and poison our lives. The idea of how we're going to follow Him. The idea of how we're going to speak to Him. How we're going to do this. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Look what it says here. Be courageous. Be strong, He says, right? 
He says, uh, because of them, uh, don't be afraid because of them. The Lord your God goes with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. In the verse 7, then Moses summoned Joshua and said to him in the presence of all Israel, be strong and courageous for you must go with this people into the land that the Lord swore to their forefathers to give them. And you must divide it among them as their inheritance. The Lord himself goes before you and will be with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. Get violent today, my brothers and sisters. May God be with you. I'll be giving a service tomorrow at 10 a.m. I'll let y'all know. But remember today, get violent. Get violent and do the glory of God. I love you and God bless you. There you are, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. What a message that God had put in my heart at that time. That was in 2020. I was actually in the point of injury in my body. And, and I want to talk to you about the getting violent part because there still is nothing. And I think about that clearly now, how I stood there out there and I felt God moving me. Like I feel the Holy Spirit moving me right now, running through my body. And he says, there still is nothing, Edwin. And if God wants me here in this status, the status that I'm in right now, then where else should I be if I am being obedient to him? People may turn around and say that I'm being disobedient because of the things, the status that I'm in right now. They may look at it that way. They may think it's that way, but it's not. Come to me. Sit with me. Have coffee with me. Sit here and break bread with me and see that God is still here among us, that he is still in the presence. You will feel his presence. Hallelujah. I'm not saying that I'm holier than holy, but you know what? God said, be holy for I am holy. So we remain steadfast in this direction to be holy in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. But my intentions are to hear from God once again, to see him do what he has done before. When that wall cracked open years ago and a vision was given to me that keeps me here in this status right now, no matter what anyone says to me, what they can't understand, it's not clear to them. It's not for you to understand it or for me. It's for me to stand here and say, Father God, I'm waiting for you to move me. Place me where you want me to go. huh? And exactly where he has positioned me, for now I remain. Till he brings me to the spot that I will be rooted so that I can glorify the Father. In Jesus' name.